This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Erev Shabbos, Chalamay, Pesach, Tavshinayin Zayin. This year, Baruch Hashem, we get to have a Shabbos and Chalamay to uplift the whole Chalamay. We have a Shabbos. And we have a special treat, as we have every Shabbos, Chalamay, Pesach. And that is, throughout the whole year, there are many who have a minute to read, to read Shir Shirim as they enter Shabbos as a way to get close to Hashem and to prepare for Shabbos. This year, as well, today, on Erev Pesach, Erev Shabbos, on Pesach, Chalamayid, we get to read Shir Shirim. But tomorrow, Yidin all around the world, will be laning Shir Shirim and Shul. And that is a schus that we have on Erev Shabbos and on Shabbos to read Shir Shirim. It's interesting that Shir Shirim is so special. It's known as Kodesh Kedoshim of all the Shiris that we have. And it's so special that if someone comes to Shul on Erev Shabbos and he wants to read Shir Shirim, but he doesn't have time, there are certain psukim that are so unique that we say those, even if we can't say the whole Shir Shirim. There are four psukim that we say. One of those psukim is in Perik Dal, Pasuk Tezayin, and it reads, Uri Tzafon Awake from the north and come from the south. What does that mean, awake from the north and come from the south? So there's interesting Gemara in... And the Gemara says that Uri Tzafon Boi Teimon. And the Gemara says that means that Karbanis that come from the north, those were Karbanis that are carbon oil. The Karbanis from the south, those are carbon shlamim. What does it mean from the north and the south? The Gemara in Zvachim tells us that Karbanis from the north, those are referring to a carbon oil. And those are for a Gentile to bring. A non-Jew could bring a carbon, he could only bring a carbon ayla. A Jew, he could bring a carbon ayla, but he can also bring from the Tzafin, from the south, and that is referring to a carbon shlamim. Which leads us to the obvious question. We know when Shlomo Melech made the base of Migdash, he said those famous words, he based It should be a house that all the nations of the world can come and daven. And the tefillah should be answered. If so, either they should be able to bring karbonis, they should bring a carbon oil and a carbon shlom. If they can bring karbonis, they shouldn't bring a shlom, they shouldn't be able to bring a carbon oil either. Why is it that their tefillahs are all accepted, and yet they can only bring a carbon oil and not a carbon shlom? I once heard a wonderful explanation from Rav Uri Zohar, well-known Balchuva, who himself has been mashpi on thousands and thousands of other Yidin. He said over the famous story of this Chesidish fellow on a train, dressed in his Chesidish clothing, whereupon another Jew comes on and he sees him dressed like that, and he starts to yell at him and berate him, why are you dressed like that in your long coat, in your funny hat? Don't you realize what year we're in? Why do you have to do that? You cause so much anti-Semitism by sticking out like a sore thumb. And the person answered him, he says, I'm so sorry, I don't know what you're referring to. I'm Amish. This is how my parents dressed, and my grandparents dressed, and we dress, that's how I dress. The person looks at him, mortified, and says, I'm so sorry. What a beautiful thing that someone keeps his tradition, his family tradition. It's so important to keep your family tradition. It's so nice that you dress that way. Whereupon the person looks at him and says, you fool, you self-hating Jew. I'm a Hasidish person. I dress this way because my parents dress this way, my father dressed this way, and my grandfather dressed this way, and that's why I dress this way. And he wondered, Ravuri Zohar, 
Why is it that that happens all the time to us? Why is it that someone who is Jewish is so embarrassed about someone else who acts more Jewish than him? And the answer that he says is a well-known answer is that when a person unfortunately doesn't do what he's supposed to do and he says, look, I can't keep all these mitzvahs, I can't keep all these halachas because it's going to affect my livelihood, it's going to affect my social life, and I don't want it to. So unfortunately, he lets it by the wayside and he focuses on his business and on his social life. When he sees another Jew come along and this other Jew is dressed like a Jew and he acts like a Jew and he keeps all the mitzvahs and yet he's successful, that bothers him because that shatters his argument. You see that someone could be successful and yet be a completely religious Jew. Rabbi Zohar said, I want to say the same thing in just a little different twist. And he said as follows, if somebody wants to be holy, somebody wants to be an Amish person, and he wants to be separate from the people, and he wants to do that and to live a life without electricity, and live a life without a car, fine, you can be holier than me. And you don't have your car, and you can be holier than me. And you don't have your running water, and you can be holier than me, and you don't have your electricity. Or you want to sit on top of some mountain somewhere with your sandals and robe and meditate all day. Fine, you're much holier than me. And you don't have any of today's luxuries. What they can't handle is, is someone, a from Jew, who's holy person, he thinks he's holy, and yet he lives in a beautiful home. He thinks he's holy, but he'll eat a nice succulent 16-ounce steak. He thinks he's holy, and he wears a beautiful suit. How could that be? you got to choose. Either you're holy, and you live a life of deprivation, or you're like everybody else, you're enjoying the world, but don't say that you're holy. Says Avuri Zohar, he says, we see in the Gemara, that if a non-Jew, if a Gentile wants to bring a carbon, the only carbon he could bring is a carbon ayla. What happens with the carbon ayla? It's shechted, burnt on the mezbeach. Everything goes to Hashem. Nothing for us. Everything to Hashem. What he doesn't understand is, is that we say we can bring a carbon ayla, everything to Hashem. We can also bring a carbon shlomim. A carbon shlomim, some of it gets burnt on the mezbeach to Hashem. Most of it goes to the kahanim and to the owner to share with his family and friends. Because we understand what Avaitis Hashem is a little different. Our understanding of Avaitis Hashem is that we take this beautiful world that Hashem created for us and we use it to serve Hashem. Could we have a beautiful house? Of course. And we use it for Achnasas Archem. We use it to bring up our beautiful families. Could we have a good steak? Of course. It has to be shafted properly. We have to make a bracha on it. We have to go make sure not to eat any milk products afterwards. Could we have a beautiful suit? Of course. We make a bracha when we put it on. We make sure there's no shotness. Of course we can go and enjoy life. But we have to use everything that we have for Avaitis Hashem. And that's where we can have a carbon slum. The non-Jews don't recognize that. They don't recognize that a person could be holy with using the things that Hashem created in this world. And that is why perhaps sometimes a non-religious Jew gets upset at us. Because he sees us driving in a nice car or living in a nice home, or eating a good meal. And he wonders, you think you're so holy? And the answer is yes. Because we use things for Avaitis Hashem. And that's why it's so special that on Pesach, when we are told to take out our finest, 
and to we sit with our family among, uh, uh, around a beautiful table. We read Shir Shirim, where we say these words, Uri Tzafon, Ubay Teimon. And we say this when we sit around our table and we sing beautiful Zmiris, and we sit around our beautiful table and we say Devreitaira, and we sit around our beautiful table with our beautiful families, and we enjoy each other, and we create beautiful memories in our service of Hashem. And therefore on Pesach, when we say Shir Shirim, we have in mind that this beautiful world that Hashem created for us, we use to serve Hashem. Have a wonderful Shabbos and a wonderful Pesach. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.